2: Hello everybody, I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. World. I am joined, as always, with Sarge.
3: Hello, from me being the Beastmaster, all my pets are demanding attention all at once.
1: <laughs> and the mysterious L. It's my triumphant return, my beautiful babies. I'm back. <laughs> you missed me and Mike
3: Rains talking about Babylon 5 and Venture Brothers, and I don't remember what else. Oh my <laughs> god,
1: did you guys finally bust out Babylon 5-5? We, we did, did. yeah we returned it. <laughs> it was yeah, our closer a, yeah but like a- ancient ancient payoffs or payoffs to ancient jokes finally for the for the, yes. the, the deep cuts for the the only the the oldest of listeners and the yeah, and then then we, pack catalog which would be like a hor- just, just the idea of which would boggle <laughs> my mind could you imagine and then uh
3: we secretly teased talking about mantis and l what does mantis stand for
1: I believe it's mechanically augmented neurotransmitter interception system. <laughs> we didn't talk about mantis. So I just wanted to like put you on the
3: spot to remember what it was.
1: Yeah, I know that that's close that's like fairly Sorry. close if not completely accurate. I don't like I don't know why uh, acronyms just like, stick like glue in my brain. Um, <laughs> but that even that is an old one. I read that once in a TV guide. That's a very oh, old fashioned yeah. sentence.
3: That definitely that got like a TV movie and maybe a season.
1: And, I remember, uh, uh, you, you, maybe it's time for uh, uh, the the grim and gritty reboot of Mantis. Didn't they try to like, reboot Ironsides or whatever, like the, the non-sci-fi version of that, just like a detective in a wheelchair? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, they tried to do that. Yeah, there was an old show called Ironsides, right? And it was about a detective in a wheelchair, and oh, they tried okay. to reboot it like semi-recently, if I recall. Hold on, typing. Yeah,
2: yep, absolutely they did. Yeah, there, there was a new Ironsides. And then they,
1: Mantis, I, if I recall, Mantis was just sort of like that, but with a sci-fi bent. It turned into Iron Man because he was just like, you know what? I have a huge brain and I'm rich, but I'm in this wheelchair. So we're going to be an Iron Man suits so like a crime.
3: 1967 crime trauma.
1: Yeah. 199
3: so can, episodes. Holy
1: shit. What? You can tell that L is back on the episode because we are already just deep in the weeds talking about pop culture nonsense. Like, literally nothing about QAnon at all so far. 199 episodes. Holy <laughs> shit. I've
3: never heard of this show in my life. More
1: like 4, 1488 episodes. Uh, am I right? Q. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Dramatria. Numbers mean words and words mean conspiracies. They're all racist. It's just racism. <laughs> 2013 remake, a short-lived remake with the same name, Blair Underwood.
1: Yeah, everybody remembers Blair Underwood's version of Ironside, obviously. Though I, yeah. it's, 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 it's such a hot Stop. and fresh memory in everyone's minds. It's a wonder we're talking about it at all. It
3: did <laughs> not make it... It aired four episodes and nine were made. Wow. It must have been great.
1: Real humdinger. Third, you know, I keep trying to get us away from this. You keep trying to suck us back into it, like that fucking you swamp from the you, story. You I did this. You, I started it, and I've given you two outs, and you've no, taken either of them. No, it's way too interesting. Them. Yeah. So the, this is all we're exits. talking about now. This is the Iron Sides podcast.
3: Where can I stream it?
1: <laughs> Probably um, like Tubi or whatever.
3: Iron Sightings is uh, talking uh, about Iron Sights. No, okay. So what, what's going on in the world, Mike?
2: Okay, well, uh, we, uh do we want to start off with the uh the Trump bump or do we for Kid Rocker? Do we want or do you want me to do you want me to spin you a tale of the the latest in the in the world of the grifter wars?
1: Oh, either way, it sounds like it's time for our juiciest, newest, freshest segment, the amuse-bouche. This is our our lighter, fluffier nonsense for the week. I kind of want to hear about Kid Rock first cuz yeah, the grifter wars too. is just like you're going to say a bunch of words of people at me that I still don't know, but I probably should you're like dude look at this joe m said a dumb thing about this fucking ghost or Whatever, dip. and i'm gonna be like yeah i can't keep any of these chumps together in my mind they're all just the same goon oh i know my eyes just,
3: uh- my eyes and my brain just glaze over the second we talk about like patriot dad joe m It's just like a praying
1: medic that's one of them anyway oh, yeah. uh yeah uh, they're, they're, they're like pogs and that they're you could technically collect information about them but they're useless <laughs> they're like the iron it, i'll deserve Wikipedia. the slammer get it look at that dad joke uh, speaking of dad speaking of dad jokes i want to hear about kid rock or as i've cleverly written in our headlines adult rock uh, what, <laughs> what would us a q and a podcast possibly be talking about kid rock
2: Uh, Because Trump now opens his uh, concerts with a video package where he talks about how he hopes everyone's having a good time at the Kid Rock concert tonight, and he's amazing, and you're all great for uh, being here because you're hardworking, God-fearing, rock-and-roll patriots. And uh, (laughs) Trump ends by saying, let's make America rock again. And
3: um, I'm here to tell Trump this was wasted effort. He already had these votes. If he <laughs> runs again, these are not votes he needed to court.
1: He already had them. And Kid <laughs> Rock already had these fans. Yeah. It's like, not. so th- this is like the equivalent. I don't know if you guys have Go been ahead. to a cinema recently, specifically, I believe the AMC cinema. Yeah. I have. And in front of them now, there's this incredibly preachy and terrible Nicole Kidman. Oh, God, it's like, so long. She's ch- talking about how the movies are magical, man. Like, nothing can beat the cinematic experience. And it's just like, Nicole Kidman, you're telling me this information while you have me as a captive audience because I'm already in a movie theater to watch a movie. So, shut also, up. Also,
3: Nicole Kidman, wasn't your most recent product a TV miniseries on HBO, which is not a movie?
1: Look, look, look. I mean, you know, the magic of the cinema. Like, it's very, it's <laughs> very important. And thank you. Thank you for participating. So, like... Kid Rock and Donald Trump, I mean, I guess they go together like peanut butter and jelly, but it feels like all the people in the audience already have enough of both of those things. They're just like, they're they're just like covered in, in Uncrustables.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. Uh, yeah.
3: yeah. Go ahead. No, I just say he, he's it's all been downhill since since JC died. His uh, small person sidekick that he had.
1: Oh, I thought you meant Jesus Christ, and I totally agreed with you. This is like, yeah, man, ever since ever since Christ died, life has yeah. been really rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which is which is why we're celebrating when he came back in a few days. Yes. Uh, I, yeah, I, know I know I've got my, my rabbits and eggs and other pagan fertility symbols to celebrate the <laughs> rising of our Lord.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. I've eaten so many chocolate fertility symbols.
1: I've oh. eaten just a bunch of regular ones. It's just like Rocky. <laughs> I'm getting ready. I'm getting yeah. ready for. I'm getting ready for a day of being hyper fertile.
3: I know. I say this all the time. This is this thing I say most about L is he reminds me of Rocky. Like when when people ask me, like, say, describe i I'm like Rocky.
1: Just yeah, fierce willpower. Yeah, part of a champion, but but body of a uh, peak Sylvester Stallone.
3: wears sweats a lot. Loves running upstairs. Loves running upstairs.
1: Because I just love stairs in general. I can't yeah, get stairs. Just stairs. So good.
2: I I am now imagining uh, the Photoshop of Trump's head on Rocky's body, now being L's head on Rocky's body, and us just running no, with just it.
1: Just head on top of Trump's head. Like, yes. like, we're, like we're building some sort of incredible totem pole.
2: Now, yeah.
3: L has promised that when we become podcast millionaires, we will do the 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 Hunter Biden penis cast, and yeah. he will get me a robot butler. So, like, that's in the contract. That's that's like our. It's, like practice.
1: actually pretty easy these days. I'm sure. Yeah, robot
3: butler. Yeah, I know it's it's not as dumb and as impressive as it was. It'll
1: just be like a Roomba with a, like a small table on it that came to do <laughs> champagne or whatever.
2: <laughs> I, and I want it wearing a bow tie. I just want it wearing a bow tie, and I want it to have a monocle. I just want it to be a jaunty robot butler.
1: Oh, it's going to be covered in, in bow ties and monocles. <laughs> You're not even going to be able to see the robot.
3: So let me <laughs> let me pull the audience here. Who? Would Trump recording an opening for would that actually be news? Because him opening for Kid Rock uh, for the last several years is not news, it's not surprising at all. Uh, also just unnecessary, like I said. But what would actually
2: be surprising?
1: JFK Jr., because he's famously been dead for several years. <laughs>
2: That would be awesome if Trump actually – if there was actually like a JFK Jr. like return event and Trump recorded an opening for it. Yeah, that would have been great if like negative 48 and all those nuts were on Daily Plaza hanging out in the grassy knoll. And then suddenly like a video wall just like sprang to life and Trump was there and he's like, hey, all you negative 48 people, uh, just so you know, like JFK Jr. is about to come out and it's going to be the best celebration ever. The biggest JFK Jr. return of all time. It's going to be incredible. Many people are saying it. That would, that would have been that would have been cool. I would have been definitely a big fan of that. Um, I was going to
3: say the Dixie Chicks because their career has been dead for several years. Um,
1: but that's only are they, are they, they just are the chicks now? They wanted to get away from from Dixie because Dixie's bad.
3: I I can't tell if that's a joke or not. I do, I do not know. Uh, I
1: think, honestly, I, I I think that that might be a real thing. I, I think it's real too. I believe. Oh, what a... I believe that they're getting rid of the Dixie because it's like, like, say, the, the sort of the same way that Lady Antebellum was just like, yeah, probably not so much with that anymore for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> you could, you could, you could appeal to the South, but you can't, you know, be like Confederate style into the South, uh, at least not in your name. Yep, I just <laughs>
2: googled, I just googled the Dixie Chicks and it comes back to me the Chicks. The chicks. Oh wow! The chicks. Yes. Yeah. So they, they, they're finally yeah. starting.
1: They're finally starting to distance themselves from racism, but the you know just sort of like baked-in misogyny of the name is fine. Which is <laughs> it's going to take them a while. I'll give it twenty more years. Pretty soon they'll just be the. It'll be great.
2: <laughs> Rejecting the misogyny oh, oh and God. racism of their name, they're now the. That would be that would be incredible. So, uh, so before we done.
1: move on, do we have any? Do we have any of like the actual quotes aside from "Make America Rock Again" from this like Donald Trump well, uh, intro video uh, to Kid Rock?
2: Uh, I actually went through the uh, yeah, I did because that that was the everything that I said there and the previously was just oh, literally uh, th- those
1: weren't jokes. That was actual. That was actual yep. quote.
2: That that was bo- incredible. Just actual boilerplate <laughs> nonsense. Yep, just the whole uh, hardworking, God-fearing rock and roll patriots. Yep, all of that. Just Trump giving the most bo- bo- boring. What does, it say, what does it
1: say that I thought that that was you just riffing in a generically <laughs> stupid Trump style patriotic way? I literally <laughs> thought that that was you doing a bit. I didn't know that was you quoted.
3: He has to read off the script. Trump cannot go off script, or then it's just. Yeah, who knows, how, who
1: knows how many terrible bands he's reading off of cue cards for? Yeah. Oh, I heard Weezer got. Real hey, racist. I'm very glad to see all of you fans of. Reads cue card. Elvis Costello, here in the audience tonight. It is time for us to make America rock again. <laughs> it's... That would be another really funny one to have a Trump endorsement. It would be it's... Elvis Costello.
3: Swing is back, back again. And it's, it's Eagle Eye Cherry. It's us. Do you remember us? Eagle Eye Cherry?
1: Are you confusing uh... Eagle Eye Cherry and the Cherry Poppin' Daddies? I am. <laughs> I am. You're confusing the, the artist behind Save Tonight with... The cherry pop and daddy. <laughs> yeah. All right, this uh, this podcast uh, has already been a failure. Let's wrap this one up. Yeah. Gonna... Starting from the top, boys. Uh, okay, so uh, having we're a little breaky now,
2: and then we're <laughs> going to start the show over again.
1: Yeah, yeah okay. having uh, I, a manager
3: at uh, the computer store I worked at years ago had a framed shadow box from his Kid Rock Cruise. That he went on every year. He went on the Kid Rock cruise whenever he could get a chance. And he had a shadow box of his tickets, and I like commemorating his time on the Kid Rock cruise. And every time I hear Kid Rock, that's all I can think of. That guy is like he was a hardcore Kid Rock fan. And I'm, I'm just imagining to work with.
2: I'm just imagining that cruise during the pandemic, and my God, that is the ship of the dead. I mean that that's a horror movie. The yeah, Kid that's Rock cruise, sorted itself out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, wow! I mean that. Phew, holy smokes! Like, I, I'm already, like, I'm already like literally writing up like the the treatment for that movie. Like just like the disinterested girlfriend who only goes because her boyfriend's like way into Kid Rock. They're on the cruise, and then like two days in, like everyone starts coughing and not being able to taste anything, and it's just, just nothing, just absolute carnage. That'd be, that'd be super. I can't picture the Kid <laughs> Rock
1: booze cruise uh, <laughs> without picturing some leathery woman in her early forties with a Tweety Bird lower back tattoo. Yeah, five pack a day voice. That's yeah. just uh, the immediate grim truth of what conjured in my brain with the words Kid Rock and Cruise got put together. <laughs> it's like her with like a yard of beer, like almost falling to her death from the railing of this rickety cruise. <laughs> and Kid Rock is there live via satellite. Anyway. Uh,
2: so, so I,
1: I guess it, 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 while we're talking about clowns, let's get into uh, the, the latest edition of Grifter Wars uh, and talk <laughs> about some Q infighting. What's going on in the world of Q infighting, Mike Reigns?
2: So uh, there is a new uh, hot uh, documentary that I'm going to probably be chopping up and review, uh, making clips of for our bonus content called Watch the Water. And uh, this uh, quote unquote documentary is um, it's absolutely totally insane. It stars uh, Stu Peters, who is like a dime store version of uh, Alex Jones and Glenn Beck and every other like just shithead neophyte trying to make a buck off this stuff. And Stu is interviewing a chiropractor whose name I absolutely cannot remember. Why is it
3: always a chiropractor?
2: Uh, Because they get to to call themselves doctors when they're not really doctors. And um, the basis of this uh, quote-unquote documentary is that COVID was caused by snake venom and that
3: run you're gonna have to, run, gonna, gonna have to uh, i'm gonna need some expanding on that
2: <laughs> i don't really i don't really have it i mean th- there's th- that because i have yet to i have yet to begin watching the documentary for you're, wait, wait,
1: you're bringing this to the table without knowing any more beyond do they think that covid was snake venom did you think that we would just have no follow-ups
2: uh, you, I I I thought that that would just be so unbelievably mind-blowingly stupid that you wouldn't have any way to actually process it and
1: mind-blowingly continue. obvious when you think about yeah. it.
2: <laughs> and um, so yeah, the uh, and also it's in the vaccines. So the were Wait, so the
3: snake venom is in the vaccines or the the virus derived from the snake venom.
1: Yeah um yes okay yes but i mean so- but, but in terms of like conspiracy theories like who cares because what the end goal for that just to be to kill us it's not like snakes have mind control venom or
3: or do they <laughs> or do they <laughs> <laughs> what did you do on the 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 hypno toad planet yeah, right, no, you
1: know, no. it, it, it turns out that COVID was made from the snake venom from that special snake that, when it bites you, it uh, turns your gender from a binary thing to a spectrum. <laughs> that is what conservatives fear the most right now.
3: Oh, the yeah, the gay snake. Yes. No, no,
1: it, it's worth a Gay. It changes your whole gender all up. It 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 it, 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 it makes boys think they're girls and such. <laughs> and then they're going to try to do sports. Those monsters. Yeah.
2: <laughs> So uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, artists, the uh, chiropractor who's pitching the snake venom, satanic shit, uh, shockingly is uh, selling uh, a, a, a pill, uh, pill system of supplements that will help cure you of the snake venom and make you healthy and a good normal human again. And- wow!
1: Did, did we answer? The, so earlier in the day, I asked you. Mike Raines, if you thought that anyone was selling literal snake oil? And yep. we, we came to the conclusion that the answer was probably, but if not, we should start doing that. And it turns <laughs> out that yes. This guy is trying to drum up a conspiracy theory saying that COVID is caused by snake venom so that he could sell you pills filled with, you guessed it, snake oil to cure <sighs> your snake venom woes. I, I,
3: I need some right now. I've been feeling under the weather and I'm... It, <laughs> especially susceptible to snake venom.
1: Doesn't that just make this guy like the the greatest hero of capitalism to ever exist? Isn't this guy like what all Americans should aspire to be? Yeah. (laughs) It's the most capitalist thing I've ever heard in my life. John G. Grifter. Yeah. You just, you just invent a problem and then you sell the cure for that problem. So good. (laughs) Well, for
3: for the first time ever, I'm excited to get into one of these dumb, like, Conspiracy riddled ramble fest because I need to know how the snake venom works.
1: Oh, there are you're gonna gonna know you you, you're gonna want to know what you're treating when you take the pill. Yes, yeah, I have questions.
2: Yeah, there's a very awesome uh, thumbnail of one of the one of the videos that Stu Peters has out, and it's got like a snake with uh, like a vial in front of it with like confidential. And it's like, do we even know what's in the vaccine? It's like, oh, it's
1: it could be anything. It could even be snake venom. Yeah, it's like those it's like those ancient alien shows where they they never claim that anyone uh, is really like an expert. They'll just they'll just make some sort of outlandish claim. <laughs> like you know covid 19 is really like made of snake venom some people theorize yes and then they'll just cut to a guy talking like he's an authority and it's like Ancient some, aliens, people, yes, some people yes some people say a lot of shit everybody every, anybody could be some people saying a thing and then you can just put a camera and just like put on a suit and sit down in front of this camera and talk about this like you're an expert
2: yeah, Snake Venom's definitely in the vaccines. I've been around I've been around snakes and I've been around people who've had vaccines and uh they could be in the same ballpark. That's a thing that could happen. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's really hilarious. So uh we the media, quote unquote serious QAnon, as I like to mockingly call them, mm-hmm. are furious about this documentary because again, much like the JFK Jr. crew. They think this "quote unquote" makes them look bad. That we have a guy screaming and yelling about snake venom, and we already know that the the Fauci murder, uh, clot shot, heart attack in a vial, blah blah blah. We already know it's bad and terrible. We don't need to know that it's full of snake venom because that's dumb and stupid. It makes us the incredibly intelligent wrinkle brains of QAnon look bad by comparison. This, this is makes not wrong, like theories. I said.
1: We never think about you at all. Like, who cares what COVID is made out of if your big conspiracy theory is just, like, it's made out of dangerous shit that will kill you. Like, the conspiracy is only juicy if it's made out of, like, mind control serum or something magnetic, like, something that's sexy, spicy, not just, like, hey, COVID's made out of this thing that killed you. And it's just, like, well, yeah, COVID killed a bunch of people, so obviously. Like, the truth is that COVID is made of something that will kill you. It's just COVID.
2: Yeah. It's, 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 it's so ridiculously lame. And, uh, but there, the, uh, the people who are very angry about this are also pointing out the fact that the chiropractor is selling, um, these pills at a sale price of only $109 when you buy the entire, when you save 10% when you buy the entire anti V collection from artist labs.
1: And, uh, yeah, that's right, boys. The the QAnon finally finally got you a pill to ward off the V. No, yes. you, you, you'll don't worry, guys. You'll have to. Whereas before, the V was a real problem for you. Now you, basement dwelling QAnon idiot, will no longer have to worry about having so much V in your life. I mean,
3: for that same price, you can get one month. Of Thomas R. E. Brady Jr., greatest quarterback alive, you get one month of his protein powder. Same same price. One month of the T B twelve, Thomas Reginald Elaine Brady Jr. Uh, you can get one month of that powder. I mean, so. well that's a
1: that's a that's a bargain at any price as long as it's made out of real uh Tom Brady. Yeah. The, that's, sure. what, that's what I imagine, like I mean, if it's if it's Tom Brady protein power, what else could be in it?
2: <laughs> the revelation that I got from that is that Tom Brady has four names he's one of those people with the fucking four name shit going on yes uh, oh my 100%. god I had no idea that,
3: that, I'm going to let you google that and it will 100% no. yes,
1: be true his middle two names is The Goat oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no i i i'm just gonna take your word for it i mean i just enjoy the fact that our president's middle name is robinette i mean that is hilarious and I, I, to I wish me. i wish QAnon and all the other right wing conspiracy theorists would like throw that around the way they throw around hussein for obama they'd be like what's robinette up to this week is a quest to destroy america I think that would make Biden sound more sinister.
1: Quick, be- fire Robinette into your most powerful Yamatria machines and come come back to me with a number.
2: Oh, that's going to happen sooner or later. Maybe it'll happen after we play the uh, content warning and the bump for the news.
3: <laughs> content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news.
1: I love how since we can't help ourselves and the amuse Bush segment just goes long, like crazy long every week now, that the content warning is just sort of like, oh, you've already listened to 20 minutes of total nonsense, and now there's a chance that it's going to get even worse. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah it, it's just like it's like it, it's a darkness filter it's just the indicator that things were bad and now they're spiraling out of control and are get the, or they get that much worse
1: i mean look i love getting into these moose bouche as much as the next person but i think we probably should if we're going to be talking to moose-bouche for 20 minutes every week we probably need to just put the content warning up at the very beginning of the show <laughs> fair enough fair enough l- 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 less we need to make some sort of uncouth joke about adult rock <laughs> yes uh speaking of uh saying offensive shit let's get to our first news item of the week which is to say uh marjorie taylor green the queen of saying stupid and offensive shit uh this time is apparently taking it to uh a, a, a not a not juicy target in the eyes of QAnon, the united states military yeah they're uh, kind
3: of uh they run hot and cold on whether they like the military or not
1: I, I, I feel like it's, like it's sort of like baked into them that for the most part, they're supposed to be huge fans of the military, right? Because in order for any of their sensationalist coup nonsense to actually ever come to to the fore and bear some fruit, it's going to require the military. Because nothing's ever going to happen as long as the military is in the, the horrible democratic pocket. You know what I mean? <laughs>
3: yeah. That's kind of – so MTG said it was a death sentence to – join the military. I believe in response to the military saying they're not hitting their recruiting numbers of late. And she said that's because it's a death sentence, because Biden is in charge and the leadership is all in Biden's pocket. And um certainly her son doesn't want to join. And I believe that was the the context of she definitely talked about her son. So if her son's in the military I don't know, maybe fuck him, but <laughs> who knows. Uh, so she just went on this ramble on this podcast about how the the military is just Biden sending you to your death. And look at those Marines who died in Afghanistan during the, the when we pulled out of Afghanistan. We just left them to die. That is not what happened. That is not what happened at all. They died defending a position. It's like as as part of their job. And now we're not in Afghanistan anymore. A, a war that a never, a forever war that we could not win. But yeah, uh, MTG is taking potshots at the military. It, I never understand these
2: people. And the thing about that is, is uh, Trump was the one who signed the withdrawal order. I mean, Biden was literally carrying out Trump's wishes by leaving Afghanistan. So the whole idea that, oh, this this blood is on Biden's hands, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you do realize that we literally had a million presidents keep kicking that can down the road. And then Trump kicked his can down the road to the point where he was like, well, if I, I won't be in office when the withdrawal happens, so what do I care? They're not going to call me out on it. And uh, good on Biden for actually doing it. I, I mean – it feels like one of those things where everyone was like, I'll withdraw from Afghanistan want to get into the office. Then the military is like, no, nah, dude, we got this just another couple of years. We're going to win for real. And yeah, no,
3: the, there's no good answer to that. Like we were never going to get there. We either had to be there forever or leave. And you know what? The whole country fell apart when we left. But, like there's no good answer. But according to Marjorie Taylor Greene, it's a death sentence to join the military as it stands. Uh, she also commented. Do we, do
1: we have any numbers about how much, like, how many military personnel died, like, in combat or whatever, like last year or even over the last like five years? Last five years? Yeah, they're actually. I mean, I'm sure that data is out there. It can't be that high. Like, certainly not high enough for somebody to say something as salacious as joining the military is a death sentence. <laughs> It's just like 0001 percent of people that joined the military last year like ended up getting like killed or injured. What does that have to tell you? Is this a fucking death sentence? It's like no, not really. So those odds are pretty good. Um,
3: <laughs> let's see.
1: I just don't like uh much like Sarge. I'm just baffled by uh by how like again he said like hot and cold on on like whether or not they worship the United States military.
3: Uh, yeah, so we, we actually have the numbers for 2020 and there were 1017 deaths and then 2019 was 893 and this is total across every service uh and 2020 nine were killed in hostile action total in the entire US military most of the deaths were accidents and uh you know what? Get a little dark here. The number one cause of death in the military remains every year suicide. It was oh yeah, uh, it was suicide. That's what yeah. kills more troops than anything. So uh, you know maybe Marjorie Taylor Greed is right. Mental health
1: matters, and the the military oh. still fucks Oh yeah, nuts. we all know we The MTG is a staunch. The staunch defender of mental health.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. She's going to divert so much funding to mental health and making sure the VA hospital is fully funded. Oh, you have no idea. The thing about QAnon and the military is that the military is literally one of their slogans. It's one of the things Q repeatedly said in the Q drops is military is the only way. There was this, which QAnon interprets as meaning we have to go through all this other bullshit. For optics, we have to let the normies see the election fraud and this, that, the other thing. But when push comes to shove, the military will eventually step in, ease Biden out of the presidency, and then reinstall Trump because that's the only way it can happen, which was very interesting when QAnon went whole hog on this whole thing about the woke military and letting trans people serve and Argo Bargo. And this is horse shit. And they're, uh, video they're, like they're doing their videos where they're comparing Chinese and Russian military, uh, recruitment videos to American recruitment videos And the Russian and Chinese videos have these dudes with 12-pack abs and all this just testosterone-laden, like running through um, forests and shooting guns and wearing camouflage and paint and looking all manly and alpha. And then you got America where they have like a woman who's running like a, a communications station talking about how when I was growing up, I never thought anyone would have me in the military, but it turns out the U.S. Army had a place for me. And they're just like, which one of these armies do you think is going to win a war? And it's like, well, guess what? It's not fucking Russia. They ain't winning shit against fucking anybody. Turns out your fucking 12-pack ab guys can't can't hang with tiny little Ukraine, you fucking losers.
3: Yeah, uh, that like for the longest time, they're like one of the, the big examples of manly military, and it turned out to be all propaganda, was the Russian army. And uh, turns out it was corrupt as dicks and poorly trained and is like Russia said Russia and Alex Jones were saying this this whole invasion deal was a bish bash bosh over in 48 hours. We'll be home for lunch. And like we're coming up on like month two now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, And I've been reading stuff about how like a lot of the Russians uh, recruitment contracts. They're up in like June. So if they don't like win, pretty much between now and June, a lot of their army is just going to say my contract's up, I'm out of here, bye, fuck you. And they all know, and they're all, and the Russian army is telling everybody, well, don't sign a contract, don't enlist right now. They're just going to send you to Ukraine where you're going to fucking die.
0: Yeah.
2: And what what Sarge just said about like like 29 Americans killed recently. There's talk that about 20,000 Russians have been killed in Ukraine already. I mean, just an inconceivable amount of casualties that the Russian army has suffered in this war already. And it's been a little over a month. Like this is – that's like almost 10 times what we lost in Iraq and Afghanistan over two decades. And they've – and there's no sign that it's going to stop. The Russian army sucks.
1: Yeah, yeah. They uh, only they only backed out of Kiev uh, because it was like a tactical thing. They 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 <laughs> did what they wanted to do there, which yeah. is to say, lose a bunch of equipment and uh, get a bunch of their soldiers killed. They were uh, like, "Hey, check this out: <laughs> sending soldiers to their death, like having s- their tanks run out of gas." <laughs> yeah, that's right. We really showed you. Now we're taking off. Have <laughs> yeah. you
3: seen that the Russians have effectively like kidnapped half a million? Uh, Ukrainians and just relocated them into Russia, and like I'm seeing reports of that, and I just can't figure out why. Why would you take these people that hate you and put them in your country?
1: No, no, no. You you don't get it, Sarge. The Russians have heroically reclaimed 500,000 Russians. Yeah, that were yeah I, stolen I by Ukraine. Well, the,
2: the, uh, th- they're also kidnapping a lot of children in that mix, and that is that is one of the um one of the things that is actually classified as genocide is when you try to steal like the young younger generation from a country and move it into your own country in an attempt to basically damage the demographics of another nation to reduce their ability to have those people live where they're supposed to live and this is uh, what's happening there with these kidnappings that you just talked about, this uh, like removing, forcibly moving people from Ukraine into Russia, this is one of the reasons why uh, Joe Biden came out and said what the, what the Russians are doing is a genocide. And Biden did uh, clarify that he's like, look, maybe I'll leave it to the lawyers to dot the I's and cross the T's on me calling this a genocide. But in my eyes, as far as I can tell, this is what you do. Like when you're literally uh kidnapping and murdering children so that um a nation loses its youth, then uh that's genocide. So fuck uh, you, you
3: monsters. Let's uh let's take the temperature of QAnon, how they feel about uh a weaponized military force coming in and abducting a bunch of children. Is it isn't that their number one no no? Like number oh, one
2: life. Yeah. They fucking love it. Vladimir Putin is the greatest. Russia is killing it. You have no idea. They love putting up all these graphs about how the rouble has rebounded and gained back "quote unquote" all of its value, and I,
3: actually, <laughs> I believe that I definitely believe that.
2: Well, the, th- the thing is, I actually had some people explain it to me why the rouble is "quote unquote" at its proper value, and it's because like Putin's not letting people spend roubles outside of the Russia anymore, and they've like jacked up the interest rates on all these things. So mm-hmm. technically, the rouble is worth like one rubles were like four rubles is worth like one american dollar or whatever the trade value was but it's not actually because no one in the world is taking rubles you can't use them outside of russia it's just like it's basically russia is now a company town and you don't get real dollars you get company (laughs) scripts and that's what you so that's what it is and people are like oh no that company script just as valuable as it was before Russia doing great. America's embargoes and and uh, all their sanctions. Stupid, just raising prices on gas here in America. Idiots, like <laughs> Vla- Vladdy Daddy dunking on Biden again.
1: Boom, two
2: points now, Russia. You
3: mentioned a minute ago, Biden like came out and said the big G word and called what Russia is doing a genocide. Another, shall we say, former president
2: also had something to say along those lines. Yep. Uh, Trump came out and also stated that this is a genocide in Ukraine. And this, of course, made uh, QAnon incredibly sad because they're on Russia's side and they can't abide by their hero, their champion in all things in the world, Donald Trump, uh, being against what they are for. On yeah. top of on top of Trump's bold decision to be pro-Ukraine, which I mean, my God, what a thin branch to get out on, Donald Trump. The country that only has, like, I don't know, 95% of the support of Americans. You literally have to go on Gab in order to see this shit.
3: Certainly not uh, on Truth.
2: <laughs> no. Oh, God, no. But, um, like, that shit, um, it, it's, like, so... It, it, Ukraine's just the overwhelming favorite. Everyone loves Ukraine. Yeah. Whereas uh, no one is in favor of Russia, but except for QAnon, and they're just like, no, no, Trump, daddy, you can't be on Ukraine's side. That's mean and bad. It makes us sad. Uh, then on top of that, uh, Trump decided that uh, he's going to endorse uh, Dr. Oz in the uh, Republican primary in Pennsylvania for the Senate. What inspired and-
3: this? That like I assume Dr. Oz announced his candidacy.
2: Oh yeah, Dr. Oz has been running for over like two months now. Uh, oh, Oz,
1: okay. Yeah, Oz. Yeah. with it. The, the Ozman cometh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh Dr. Oz is uh someone who QAnon aggressively hates because uh some of his shows were um, you know, they actually were not hate they were not transphobic enough for them. Dr. Oz mm-hmm. has like talked about trans people just like being people and that's not a problem. And uh, also uh, Dr. Oz ha- was connected to the World Economic Forum, which is headed up by Klaus Schwab, who is one of the new baddies in the QAnon Alex Jones universe.
1: Oh yeah, I definitely and- better put some pr- parentheticals around that name, huh? Yeah. Right, recognize- yeah. guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
3: know. <laughs> I know Dr. Oz's wife is notably anti-vaccine, but I think Dr. Oz has said like he's for the vaccine, but man, he is a full on grifter now
2: and has been for years. Oh yeah. Dr. Oz is absolute scum, but he's absolute scum who has trafficked in, um, the circles of uh celebrity, which again, if you're not Donald Trump, you're not allowed to hang out with other celebrities. Uh, there's photos of Dr. Oz with Marina Abramovich, who is absolutely one of the biggest boogeymen in all of QAnon. Mm-hmm. So I actually saw uh, one person on Gab made a post that was just like, Dr. Oz is for the transgender like takeover of society and part of the occult. And the other guy in the primary going against him is just another globalist, banker, investor guy. And he he was like, "I would rather concede this Senate seat in Pennsylvania than to vote for either one of these dirt bags." And I'm just like, "Please do, yeah. Please give us that Senate seat. Oh, I will take that Senate seat off you, no questions asked, no problem, buddy boy. You all just stay home and don't vote. Like you, you show those Republicans you mean business by not voting for Doctor Oz. You do whatever you can to send that message loud and clear."
3: if you got some time on your hands, go ahead and look listen to the Behind the Bastards episodes about Dr. Oz if you want to know all about Dr. Oz. Because, uh, man, he is a huge bastard. Like, make no mistake. Uh, but, man, Trump remains such a gigantic star fucker. Like, this guy just wants to be close to celebrity. And I don't understand like
1: you know the big name celebrities like Dr. Oz and Kid Rock.
3: No no one else like he's
1: toxic waste. He just takes whatever he can get,
3: but he just still desperately wants to be next to celebrity. It
1: just always cracks me up how crappy Republican celebrities are. They're all just so bad. Like they're just the worst ones. Like they just have no good celebrities. It's hilarious.
3: Yeah, it's like (laughs) Rob Schneider, uh uh, fucking, who was it? The we dunked on her, the lady from Cheers, Kirstie Alley, Roseanne Barr. It's just like uh, Scott Baio,
2: the uh, nooj. <laughs> we did it together. Yeah, the
3: dog, the dog's in on it. She hates yeah. him too.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's just it, it. It's so funny. Like the lack of star power that Trump had during his presidency, and Biden wins, and immediately his inauguration has like Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande and. Uh, Tom Hanks noted
3: Satanists. Oh yeah.
2: Oh oh god! All the people they hated, all the people these dum dums hate, like are just like flocking to the, just kicking down the door to be, uh, to get themselves as a part of the uh, the Biden experience. Yeah, I mean it's just absolutely, it's night and day. I mean it's just so funny the celebrity star power yeah. liberals have compared to conservatives. And there's like. And 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 what makes it even funnier is that you'll have conservatives being like, we don't care about celebrities; it's all dumb. They're all morons. And then Donald Trump runs for president, like, woo, get him, Trump! Yeah, Doctor Oz runs for Senate, and they're like, yeah, Doctor Oz. It's like, you guys, you only claim you hate celebrities. You love it if a celebrity was on your team. You can't. Oh,
1: yeah. You know I who? Mean, uh, you know who Trump should be starting to to, to rub some elbows with. If he wants a big name celebrity, is our buddy Elon Musk? <laughs> because if Elon Musk has his way, yeah. he can also help Trump with his Twitter problem. Because uh, from from what I hear tell, Elon Musk bought some of Twitter and then decided to tell the world that he was open to the idea of buying all of Twitter yeah, for a or, very specific price, <laughs> or
3: well, none, maybe not necessarily all of it, but a hostile takeover, like a good old fashioned hostile takeover. So that he could he could run it his way, you know, with blackjack and hookers like his own Twitter.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So isn't it? And and, and he really he really wants to turn it back into the heroic public forum free speech platform. It was always intended to be, uh, which makes me really, really think that Elon Musk wants to tweet the N word. He's just (laughs) he just can't. Ooh, he wants to do it so bad, but he can't. He'd lose all of his followers and then he couldn't artificially inflate Dogecoin or whatever anymore, so he has to withhold himself, but when he's in charge, when, when he is the, the one on the only mo- member of the board, and he could just flip the switch to make free speech go, he's gonna say so much of the N-word, guys, you don't you even think know. that's
3: why he keeps building rocket ships, because in space, no one can hear him be racist.
1: Yeah. In space, nobody can hear the N-word. <laughs> I mean, him and Joe Rogan are going to go up there, they're going <laughs> to smoke a dube and just say whatever they want to say into the endless void of space. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, oh uh, QAnon's reaction to this is both, of course, free speech, which they're huge fans of, but they also believe in this bizarre concept that Elon Musk is going to take over Twitter. He's going to restore Trump's Twitter account so he can own the libs aggressively. And then Elon is going to give QAnon back all their accounts so they can come flooding back into Twitter so they can say every terrible racist, transphobic, homophobic, and bigoted slur they can think of in their little brains. And everything's going to be great because you're going to own so many libs.
1: <laughs> oh well, they don't want that fucking problem because you know who else would get their their, their platform back? Jay Stu. And, <laughs> oh man. God! Oh boy, he'd be he'd be here. He'd be cocking cocking the literary shotgun and, and giving them both a double barrel of uh, you are inauthentic.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's like we talked about last week with Shark. It's such a low bar that they're cheering for. We could come back on Twitter. It's like. Yeah, sure. I guess. Hooray! Like, w- what a victory that would be for you. You, you would finally have your social media, your racist social media site, and then the libs, for the most part, would just go somewhere else. They like it if it, if you all just came flooding back, it would just be it would just be QAnon and people hate watching QAnon or reporting on them, and then I don't know. We'd all go to TikTok and be confused.
1: Well, I hate to break it yeah. to you, Sarge. People have been cheering for low-hanging bars for a year. Just ask Beastie Boys fans. Boom roasted.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Too soon.
1: My microphone yeah. is a stand-up microphone on my desk, so I cannot drop it. But were <laughs> I able to drop it, that would have been me dropping it. Boom.
3: stick burn. Sick, this is us just going place.
1: back to the we're going back to the good old days where this is a, a, yet another payoff from a, a joke we set up a thousand years ago the old <laughs> page to Beastie Boys,
2: yeah. <laughs> so, uh, one QAnon promoter on Gab having uh, someone else like was like, hey man, I don't know why you're so gung ho about going back to Twitter because Gab's so awesome. He uh posted, uh, quote, this is fucking nonsense, Gab is great, but it's an echo chamber. You don't win a war by preaching to the choir in your own barracks. You win by meeting the enemy on their battlefield and greasing your tank treads with their guts. Which right. is... Hey, a yeah, Weird metaphor rock.
1: to be using while Russia does the opposite of that with their attacking right. The war.
2: <laughs> right,
1: exactly. You, yeah. you know what you really do? You meet the enemy on their own battlefield and then you leave your tank behind and it runs out of fuel.
3: Then, <laughs> then you all run off into a field when a German made rocket hits the first vehicle in your convoy, which is definitely what you're supposed to do you should run in the opposite direction away from your armored vehicles just like scared mice that is good tactical training i watched that video five times like one rocket hits the first vehicle and they the russian troops literally scatter the whole convoy just Oh. I have
2: to I have to ask you in the military was the, was the term scared mice used often?
3: Um yeah, it's like hey, don't do that. It's a good way to just get fucking lit up. Like <laughs> if a vehicle in your convoy gets blown up, you go into a herringbone formation with your vehicles so that you have defensive positions and then you return fire like <laughs> until you could get a stable situation. And clear the vehicle, like assess the situation. Like they literally ran away and uh, just abandoning vehicles, and it's like uh, amazing. This, like, this is one of the militaries that was touted as being like the the toughest in the world. I, I remember hearing about like Russian special forces training, and they're like they're so much tougher than us. And it's like, uh, I'm, I'm not seeing it. Like, I I was in a convoy that had a bomb set off on it. I did not run off into the night into a field.
1: Imagine how much more (laughs) of a disaster for this it would, like, like, for this. Imagine how much more of a disaster this would be uh, if Russia just didn't have a bunch of nukes, right? In a world where nukes didn't exist, this level of just, like, military pants downing by Ukraine, everyone would just suddenly be like, oh, why do we give a fuck what Russia says about anything, bud? It it wouldn't, like, it wouldn't be, it'd be like that gif I sent you where all the presidents
3: were in muscle cars just riding, charging straight at the opposing troops. Like, the sky would be filled with American jets, just blaring ACDC. Just,
2: like... Oh, oh! Uh, Ukraine would probably retake Crimea if Russia didn't have nukes. I mean, Ukraine might roll in and start taking Russian cities. They may be like, "You wanted a war of conquest, you got one, assholes! We're taking chunks of you, bitches!" I yeah, think, like- a Ukraine-led
3: NATO-like uh, force, it would just be like, "What?" Like, pick your favorite military in that region, and just they would just be jamming out, just <laughs> like straight in. Yeah, if <laughs> nukes were off the table. And I, I have to assume that, like, every intelligence apparatus the US has is trying to figure out the state of Russian nukes and has been for a while now. Uh, because,
2: I mean, I mean yeah, given the state of Russia's military, you have to be wondering: it's like, do they actually have all the nukes they claim they have? How many nukes do, can they actually launch at this point? Because the problem they is they Polish. only need one. Right. It's I like, I, I bet they don't even have half operable
3: from what. They say they do, but it, it's it's a it's a zero sum game here. If they have one, we're all fucked.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I mean, I'm still like I was talking with uh, Mike Rands about this uh, earlier. I'm I'm still just absolutely furious that our anti nuke technology has not gotten to the point where we still have to worry about nuclear Armageddon. for like seventy years or whatever, man. Like, figure it out. Eighty years, like, come on. Like really? Yeah. We we spent like a trillion dollar, like like what, like two trillion dollars a year on our military, some absurd amount of money. Just like, yeah, we have, we have, we don't have this one licked yet. We couldn't just throw money and scientists at it until it worked.
3: It's it's a question of where that money's going. I don't know if you've heard, but uh, the United States military has never been audited, not once in the history of its existence. So yeah, it has more money than any other military, but where that money's going is very much in question. I'm just well, saying,
1: short sighted goals, man. The second we unlock, like, civilization style, unlock the technology that makes us just immune to nukes, then, like, then we just get to be big dick America. Yeah, we need to check into that. Like,
2: yeah, we just need, we just need the launch. We need Star Wars. We, that was what Reagan was talking about in the 80s, was actually creating a laser defense system so that Russia
1: couldn't nuke us. Yeah. And I've, said it, before, like, I've, I've said it again Ronald Reagan was right about everything. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> We we that
2: that's that is actually our first t-shirt because conservatives will wear it unironically and will wear it ironically. I, so they,
1: I like let's let's fucking get that Star Wars thing up and run it. I mean, we have a space force to defend it now, right? So yes. we, we have a space force that we could use to defend our laser satellite anti nuke system and then let's just get that thing up and running at like 100% capacity so it's just like, hey, you never have to worry about a tactical nuclear strike from another nation again and it's just like, all right, cool. Well then Maybe we get a little more aggressive in our like, like policies against like, assholes like Russia, who are just taking other countries or attempting to, and failing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we
3: just we just send over all like the we <laughs> that we just tech into the car from Night Rider. That thing stood up to anything, and we just send a fleet of those raging across Ukraine.
1: Did you? See I can't believe FBI you referred video? to Kit as the car from Night Rider.
3: <laughs> I could also be talking about car.
1: But you're, you, but you weren't. You were talking about Kit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> night. night, night industries two thousand. What did what did? Uh, yes, for?
1: but I can never remember what what car stands for. It's something uh, automated roving rober rober or something like that. Like <laughs> there was a
3: there was a uh, an evil semi truck too, put, piloted by uh, Hasselhoff wearing a mustache because it was the evil version of Hasselhoff.
1: And, and the Adventures in Hellworld podcast also has uh, an evil big rig. White of his pride. <laughs> I sure am White of his pride.
3: <laughs> God. <sighs>
1: I just really yeah. think Elon Musk is a good guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's got some great ideas. I think we should hear him out. Yeah. On Twitter, so we let's make America rock again. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: yeah. Kid Rock would love transform that. Transform
1: and rock out. Actually,
3: Whiteamus Prime is a Kid Rock tour bus. Uh, Whiteamus Pride. Whitemus Pride. <laughs> oh my bad.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was your bad. I... Yes. Yeah. Have you even want? Yeah, have everyone of you seen the the video that explains why, like, the turrets of Russian tanks have been like found like detached from the actual body of the tank?
1: No, uh, no, but it sounds like the setup to some hilarious joke. Like, the I wish it was, but, it,
2: but it's, but it's actually not because uh, this this guy explained that, like, American tanks, you just literally have a dude inside the tank, he loads the shell into the into the can of the tank, and then they fires. The Russians have this bizarre auto loading system where it's like a circle of shells and the auto loader like feeds the shell in you fire and then, then it just it rotates it's like basically like a revolver but for a tank gun instead of like a, a handgun and the thing is if you can hit the tank where those shells for the auto loader is they just explode in a circle and it will just pop the turret right up it will vaporize the crew and the tank is annihilated and everyone's dead inside. So it's like an ult- the ultimate catastrophic hit if you can get it. And if you've seen a bunch of videos in U- in, of, the, of Russian tanks in Ukraine, the Ukrainians are very good at getting that hit. Like the Russian tanks have like a critical weak spot. And they're like a boss fight where it's like if you get behind the boss, you can do triple damage. I, I know. And- I,
3: when I design my military technology, I give it a big glowing red weak spot just, just to be fair, just to be honest,
2: just to be cool. That's exactly what it is. It's it's that bad. Like they showed a video: this rocket hit the tank and just the turret just goes up, and there's just this big, quick ball of light, and it's like holy shit! Like you you can't even yeah, imagine are these
1: guys. The Empire, am I right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically,
2: I mean, yeah. really, they are. It's that bad. It's so ridiculous. And uh... I mean,
1: they, they are they are getting their asses kicked by a scrappy, much smaller force. So yeah, they they do seem sort of like the Empire and they're just sort of like ruled by some dumb evil white guy. Oh my god. It's Star <laughs> Wars. We
2: <laughs> uh, we've we've tied it back to Reagan somehow. We've done it. It's all it's all, it's Star Wars all the way down.
3: I I'm, I'm not surprised by the the pop culture references, but like somehow talking about Reagan surprised me as much as we have this uh
1: this go round. I mean, yeah. it's like I've always said Ra- uh, Ronald Reagan was never wrong about anything. You know? Yeah.
2: Damn right. I did. Right.
3: I did work with a guy for a while uh, at the bank and uh, the call center bank, and he routinely wore a T-shirt to work uh, until he was asked to stop. That said, uh, that had a Reagan anti-abortion quote on it, and uh, HR had to talk with him. Said you're making people uncomfortable. <laughs> take that, and, yeah. Take and back, I, I think that take- quote is like misattributed as well.
2: Oh really? I can't believe a conservative would do that. Uh, yeah, to I know quote. it's wild. Let me talk to you about what things that Thomas Jefferson never fucking said. <laughs> oh my god!
1: Yeah, uh, that, that's going to be our coffee table book: things Thomas Jefferson never said. <laughs> <laughs> you can, uh, th- yeah,
3: things Thomas Jefferson never said. You consent, right? I own you. Yikes. Yo. Wow. Yikes. Scalling on Jefferson yeah. rape
1: takes. Boom. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> uh, let's, 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 let's lighten it up with a little talk about some domestic terrorism. I'll yeah. t- like, be briefly on uh, the subway shooter. Uh, so uh, at this point, I'm sure uh, most people know what we're talking about, but some... Some bell end decided that he was going to. Frank uh, James, a Philadelphia man. D- do a terrorism and use some uh, smoke bombs and some gunfire to wound, although avoided killing any people, at least as of now. Uh, he wounded, I believe it was 10 people um, directly, and I think it was like up to 23 or 24 indirectly by causing some mass hysteria or whatever, uh, before being relatively peacefully arrested sometime later. Uh, so naturally, uh, QAnon, I'm assuming, does not think that this was a real a real domestic terrorism. This this obviously had to be fake and staged. But to what end, Mike Reigns? Why 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 was this some sort of false flag? Well, this was a false flag because
2: uh, Biden had just signed an EO and had directed the uh, head of the of alcohol, tobacco, and firearms to uh, crack down on ghost guns, guns that were made by three D printers and that sort of thing that are completely unregulated. Uh, just they can't be traced or tracked. So, pretty much uh, the Biden. What, administration what does Joe was-
1: Biden have against these guns that can kill a ghost? <laughs> They're enchanted.
2: Yes. Uh Biden is obviously a necromancer and his ghost army is vulnerable to these weapons and he his conquest of America could be defeated were these weapons allowed into the hands of Patriots. If you told so, me QAnon
3: not actually believe that, I would be forced to believe you based on like everything we've ever talked about on this podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah. So uh, the moment the shooting happened, everyone immediately started screaming false flag that this was obviously a setup to uh, to initiate the great gun grab, which every other mass shooting in the history of America has failed to produce. But you know, a mass shooting with no fatalities, this is the one that's going to galvanize America and finally make it so we can take your guns. It's so childish. It definitely and, happened. Uh- After
3: every mass shooting, especially one where all those children died.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. As someone said, it was like, look, if if Sandy Hook happened and we still didn't do anything for our fucking gun laws, like this is clearly something that's not going to happen in this generation. Like we're we're going to have to kick the kid down the road another twenty years for like the kids from Parkland, all these that generation, the generation of people suffering through school shootings, they're going to have to be in the halls of power and they're going to be like, you know what, my childhood fucking sucked living in the specter of a mass shooting. So, maybe we'll ban guns. Maybe we can fix that shit. Maybe. I mean, so, like, it's this is a generational problem. And, but QAnon doesn't see it that way. They're just like, nope, false flag. Uh, the subway cameras didn't work because everyone knows subways are very well funded and all the cameras and everything oh, else in the yeah. subway works perfectly. So, the cameras not working was incredibly suspect.
1: Except uh, for the camera that was working that ended up catching the guy. Like, so. <laughs> It was just like, hey, on top of, like, this key and this credit card we found and this, like, ID card, we also just have, like, a picture of exactly what the guy looks like off of this camera <laughs> from where he entered the subway.
3: Yeah, stop me if you've heard this one. He recorded racist videos on online for years.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, his, his paper trail. I, I, and, yeah, I guess uh, I guess his, his videos were sort of, like, all over the place. Because, I mean, when I heard that this attack went down, this was not the guy I was picturing in my head that did it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, I, I was know. I was like, oh, the person doing this is white for sure.
3: Yeah, yeah. He, uh, at times he sharply criticized <laughs> black Europeans and, marriage, and Americans using strings of slurs and racism, as well as women
2: and the homeless. Yeah, this guy was nuts.
3: Yeah, it, it seems like he probably got radicalized somewhere along the way, and his yeah. mental health suffered.
2: Yeah, and uh, the fact that he was caught by a a security camera installation guy who was the one who saw him and then flagged down police, and then the police ran over, grabbed him, and arrested him without incident. The QAnon's like, so the security cameras in the subway were broken, and then a guy who installs security cameras is the one who caught him? Hmm, sounds fishy to me. So everything's a conspiracy to these people. Everything's a plot. Oh, no, man, that is a little
1: sus. I'm feeling... I feel like I know who Hitler is. Don't elect that guy. Hitler. Yeah, it quite sus. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. I mean, so Q and I continue to be a bunch of wretched fucking ghouls. Who ever would have suspected? Uh, you want to move on to some less wretched ghouls and take some questions from our glorious listeners.
2: That sounds like a plan. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Uh so ye old mailbag which of course has escaped my screen the moment i went to click on it so incredible
1: it. look yeah, at look, what, what what a what an, uh, an impeccable uh, level of professionalism that our listeners are going to do <laughs> especially right after i negged them i negged them <laughs> into you failing us yeah, exactly
2: right <laughs> so uh mebad asks uh, flat earth is the conspiracy that bugs the shit out of me because it's because it's so easy to prove false what conspiracy bugs you guys the most
1: Oh, I mean, flat Earth. Is, yeah, <laughs> like it, that would it, that that would seems pretty dumb. They're like flat Earth is like the Scientology of uh, conspiracies. Trickle down economics.
2: <laughs> trickle down economics is a conspiracy theory.
3: <laughs> I mean, it doesn't work, and they use it all the time. Oh yeah, uh, no. I, I mean, F- flat Earth is upsetting because a lot of things come from that, and then you're left just like what what yeah yeah uh for I mean, me I, like, yeah. like
1: that level of easy easily disprovable really it, it just seems like a huge force multiplier for making me hate a thing because <sighs> sure like you can debunk almost all of this shit but the flatter thing it's just like what i mean how like you can be in a plane or on like a like a very tall building like any number of ways, you could see the Earth curving. You could use a laser to do it, or just math, or the stars. It's just so bananas. <laughs> just,
2: just watch a ship go over the horizon and try to explain that on a flat Earth. Just, just explain it to me. I mean, yeah, it's so ridiculous. And what's the what's the payoff? What good is it to hide flat Earth from us? Like, how, why would that yeah, matter? I mean, that's
3: Foxy's favorite thing. Is because
1: round is the devil's uh, the devil's shape.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah. The, the, uh,
1: the greatest The greatest trick the devil ever played was round.
2: Exactly.
1: Think about it. Yeah, yeah.
2: I am. I'm thinking about it right now. But uh, yeah, for me, honestly, it would probably be the Kennedy assassination because that normalized conspiracy theories so aggressively in America. Oliver Stone did a blockbuster movie with A list actors playing like conspiracy theorists, and everyone's just. It became a thing where it was just like, yeah, those other conspiracy theories are crazy, but this one's on the money. And I just think that really opened a can of worms in the American psyche that we're never going to fucking heal from. So...
3: Yeah, I think Jack Ruby has a little bit to answer for as oh, well. Oh Jack
2: oh Jack Ruby and the Dallas police skull fucked America in ways you can't even imagine. And the war and the Warren Commission didn't cover themselves in any glory either. I mean, but uh this isn't a four hour podcast, so I'm going to <laughs> step off I'm gonna step off my soapbox now before I go down that rabbit hole. So uh thank yeah, you. Isn't so is that,
1: uh, like, is that bonus content shit? You, these people yeah, if yeah. they wanna hear it, they gotta pay. Yes.
2: Yeah, if, you, if you want to hear that, go into the foulest deed. I, I, I got hours and hours of shit into that. Uh, so thank you for the question. Uh, Cleodora Silvestri uh, is a proud no-coiner still. Hasn't changed the subtitle. Uh, considering Q people think life is a movie and Sturgeon's Law reminds us that 90% of all media is shit, which garbage streaming service do you think would put Q Lives in their movie catalog since Netflix would want nothing to do with their Z-tier dreck?
3: Oh, Amazon for sure. Amazon is where I get all my conspiracy books. They, they host, they host all those. And there's a bunch of uh, like, no joke. There's a bunch of horseshit on Amazon streaming already. Like the, a lot of stuff gets through their filter. I think they had pandemic for a hot second.
1: That answer is yeah. fine, but also sucks. And is much worse than mine, which is Quibi. It even yeah. has a cue right in it. <laughs> I'll be taking over no <laughs> the questions
2: i I'm, I'm fine with that that's that is both fair and balanced to me no
1: i mean i will actually i will continue to answer the the mailbag questions but still oh, that that, cool. that that is just like an incredible answer on my part <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> Nailed it. yes yes uh i but it's not, not even
1: a thing anymore our listeners might be saying and uh, uh yeah i i know that makes it even funnier the whole thing <laughs> makes it hilarious because you imagine trying to get like like pilled like six minutes at a time in landscape mode on your phone or whatever. Like, and then you're just like, Oh shit, but I got to be pilled on the go. And then you like flip your phone to uh, portrait mode or, and it's just like, Oh my God, it works. Now I'm all zoomed in on this character. And it's very awkward.
0: <laughs>
2: oh God. Thanks Quibby, for being terrible. Uh, I and who, really... and who
1: greenlit greenlit any of that like <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, 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 that it's like it's it, that's the sort of like cocaine fueled business optimism that like I thought went out <laughs> of fashion in the eighties that's just like a wild thing it just it seems it's just like p- p- people got to have it on their phone on the go and it's just like who there's only like a few cities in the whole country where anybody would be interested in that and like there's already a billion different services anyway. Off the top of my soapbox, this is also. Uh, if they want to listen to this, they're gonna pay. <laughs> this is gonna be my bonus content series where I just yeah, fucking take you know a stick to beat. Cool. Uh, uh, y- 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 y-
2: oh, god, y- y- your your bonus content will be punch the clown and then they'll spin into different jags as as events warrant. Um, so uh, thank you for the question because I don't have a streaming service off the top of my head. I think uh, Sergeant L hit crush that. Uh, so yeah, you. Yeah, Pancake peasant about screen. <laughs> oh God! Uh, Pancake peasant asks. I can safely guess that QAnon doesn't support abortion rights, but how much do they actually engage on the topic? Um, Q mentioned abortion many times uh, because Q was leaning hard into the Christianity shit, and of course, abortion is murder in that in that worldview. So uh, there's a bunch of Q drops where they talk about how um, the Democrats are allowing infants aside, which is something they love doing. Like uh, California recently had a bill to protect abortion rights and every different uh, right-wing news outlet had a thing about how this bill allows a, a parent to kill their baby after a week after it's born or two weeks after it's born or Whatever. They just really wanted to make it clear that you could totally give birth to a live baby. And then if you wanted to murder it within a week or two, California was absolutely going to legalize that, which, of course, the bill didn't. And even if even if California had literally crossed the Rubicon into open Satanism baby slaughtering, uh, there's a federal law against murder. So if you did kill a baby that way, the FBI would show up and arrest you. We would have to federally legalized murder but before that could even happen at the state level. So um that's basically their thing is just uh baby killing Satanists, blah blah blah. There are seven Q drops that actually have the word abortion directly in them. Um they really love getting angry and bent out of shape over uh the unborn. Because it's the it's the easiest bullshit in the, in the world. I there's nothing gets me angrier than listening to pro-lifers like take the moral high ground. Like you're a bunch of baby killers. It's like no, we're not. You fucking know it. You like you just want women to be mares for the state. Cause you're yeah. I mean, it's really it's
1: really really easy to be sanctimoniously into the idea of saving the life of this person uh, before they're an actual person. Uh, but a lot of these people would rather die than uh try to do anything to alleviate homelessness. For instance, <laughs> so what? it's just like, hey, do you wanna do you wanna like donate some money to try to stave off some homelessness? And they're just like, oh, no, God, no. Do you wanna vote for <laughs> legislation to try to help help people that are like in a bad way? And they're just like, sounds like welfare to me. So no, obviously, yeah, pass. You gotta bootstrap it up.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: You, do, you, do, do, do your tattered boots have straps? We'll then grab those straps and then pull those boots up. That's what Reagan said. And yes. Reagan, Reagan was never wrong about anything. Yeah.
2: Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. All right, what else uh, we got? Uh, Plus Size Goth Model asks, does Herschel Walker have brain damage? Uh, if you didn't know, Herschel Walker is a famous football player who also did some MMA fighting. Oh, so yes. He- uh, so yeah, oh, answered right. that question. The, yeah, Sorry, I mean, you, is,
1: you can continue to explain who it is, but just based on your elevator pitch thus far, I'm going to say yes. His brain is heavily damaged.
2: <laughs> yeah, so yes, he has brain damage, and the reason why this is relevant and also dangerous is because Herschel Walker is using his football career fame to attempt to run for Senate in the state of Georgia, and right now he is polling ahead of the Democrats, So, like. Yeah, but I mean, there's I mean, there's quite a there's quite a ways uh, down the line between uh, now and November, and uh, again, Herschel has a lot of skeletons in the closet involving domestic violence and the aforementioned brain damage that he almost obviously suffers
1: from. Yeah, I mean, is it uh, unethical for me to just be like, hey, if you're running for public office, you need to let me scan your brain upon request <laughs> just to make sure that you don't have some some sort of some, like CTE or whatever, so you're not gonna fucking chris ben Watt up while you're like a sitting senator or whatever that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i don't know give give old chris a chance <laughs> oh dear god uh
2: so yeah he does have brain damage and uh he'd be a terrible senator so hopefully it doesn't come to that please get out and vote in the midterms
1: uh, i also love how like genuinely i had no idea who we were talking about So I was just like, yes, it does sound like that guy has brain damage. And you're just like, oh, good. Well, let me continue to describe who he is. He is uh, a candidate for senator.
2: (laughs) Oh, I I completely forgot. Trump endorsed candidate for senator. So, yes.
3: Oh, well, I mean, like, so is Kid Rock, right?
2: uh well uh, kid rock has yet to run for anything but when he does i'm sure he'll get the trump seal of approval
1: absolutely well, i mean of <laughs> course trump is gonna support his fellow uh former athlete and like generally in shape guy like, he's <laughs> like, yeah we're like the same so of course i think that this guy's great i mean he and i were pretty much like the same our background is identical like yeah, yeah. we were both we were both scrappy They're athletes back yeah. in the day you know what i mean
2: <laughs> So uh, Reverend Zena Fact uh, says, uh, the QPilled pilled GQP, the right-wing media are calling everyone groomers, except Republicans like Gates, of course. It's a new word they love to say. It feels like this is spreading so fast it's going to burn out. What's your take? Is it going to burn out, slow down, keep going, etc.? Uh, I think the groomer pedophile shit is – it's really dangerous because – when you start saying this kind of shit about, uh, and especially when you say it about Disney, because, which is where they're going with all this stuff, like, Disney is grooming our kids, blah, blah, blah. You're basically telling some nut to pull a co- pull a pizza gate and try to shoot up someplace, but instead of it being a pizza joint, it's a Disney theme park, and that's incredibly dangerous. I mean...
1: And, uh, like, and- on, to- on top of the grim reality of, like, how dangerous it is, let's just it's hard to stress how bad that would be for conservative politics in America, because like the last thing they want to do is poke the bear of Disney in Florida, which is currently like, you know, DeSantis land, but feels like it pro- could probably change if Disney decided to start throwing its considerable weight around, like maybe if some sort of tragedy were to befall them for some reason that is re- related to this shit. Yeah, uh, and hopefully it never comes to that. Of course.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's really interesting how much how much bear poking they're doing with Disney right now. They actually have people like protesting outside of Disney parks with like signs, being like boycott groomers, like Disney's evil. They they rape kids. So I mean, we're already getting to the point where Republicans are aggressively attacking Disney, which I can't imagine Disney's happy with. If this goes even further, which, again, is a very dangerous and possible thing, that will only make it even more – that will even spur Disney further to being against what the Republicans are doing because the Republicans will literally have brought, like, violence to their door, which is ridiculous.
1: Uh, I I guess, like, the sort of, like, incredibly dark good news is that I don't actually think it has to get to the point of violence for yeah. maybe Disney to start, like, getting more involved. Like, even if it just starts to, like, gain any sort of traction outside of, like, our little sphere, you know what I mean? And, like, local news outlets just being, like, some nuts. Yeah, they're here in front of Disney saying crazy things. Uh Because, obviously, no one's going to be like, are Disney a bunch of pedophiles? So, uh. It, yeah, I mean, like, but if it starts to gain any sort of like actual traction, uh, just like if if there's a enough of a a weird conservative upwell on the internet, maybe maybe disease just like, you know what, maybe maybe we're done just sitting here being a capitalist cancer on <laughs> the already tumorous Florida. <laughs> uh, give, him, give him a chance. Yeah. Uh, who Disney or Florida?
3: Yep. I I don't know, but like, the, <laughs> who, the joke who
1: could... am I giving a chance to here? Because either way, it doesn't seem very good. The joke could go either way. <laughs> yeah. Either way, the answer is like, yeah, maybe a fresh out of chances. <laughs> <No. sighs>
2: yeah. So yeah, I I think uh, I think how much fire they play with is very much uh, the payoff of this. I I don't know how the the one thing I will say is like I don't know how much more extreme you can go. I mean the Republicans called people communists, they called people socialists that really didn't seem to move the needle. Then um, they started doing this whole thing about uh, pedophiles and groomers. And it's like, I don't know what you could possibly say about somebody beyond that. I mean, it feels like you've kind of pinned the needle for offensive things to say about people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe so, we circle back around to like old school style, like thumb biting and shit. <laughs> That would be great. That would be great. Like yeah. that, like it, a a collective delusion. Like that yeah, might
3: be your oldest reference yet.
1: Like. <laughs> a collective delusion, like when, like uh, when we thought Swing was coming back for six months back in like nineteen ninety eight or whatever. Um, <laughs> but it's just like Marjorie Taylor Greene just like out there just being like, I- "Yes, I do bite my thumb, at these, sir." <laughs>
2: Oh, that'd be great. I I live only for thumb biting. I mean, that would be uh, incredible.
1: So, I would really love that. Yeah, I'm here for
2: it. I'm here for it. Let's bring it back, people. You can do it. Uh so Placeholder asks, uh was Poker amused by some of his longer-term reply guys had detailed on air on message apologetics for the Russian invasion of Ukraine? Can even Jay Stu be right twice a day? Um I do, I mean, QAnon being signal boosted by Russia is absolutely a thing. And uh, some people pointed out that that like um, a lot. It makes sense. It it felt like Mike Rothschild and a bunch of other QAnon debunkers had like a dip in reply guys after the sanctions against Russia went into effect because it felt like people weren't being paid to call them shitheads and they weren't being paid to promote QAnon. So who knows? Um, but I mean, no one has denied that Russia and foreign interests signal boost QAnon. I mean, that's obvious. Like you see, uh, like a crack in the foundation of America. You work, you put the wedge in, you try to break it up. You try to make it a bigger wedge. Yeah, so I don't maybe- know. I
1: just uh, think that QAnon uh, have good ideas. I'm just a regular guy. <laughs> yes. I'm just on Twitter telling you that it's pretty good.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> they're right some of the time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> right as often as Ronald Reagan, who was always right. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I love how this podcast became fully 100 percent on point with Ronald Reagan. Yes, absolutely. That's like, um, I, like that, that's great. We're like a, we're like hipster, like political armchair guys, <laughs> and we're just like you know what? Actually, Reagan was pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yep. Ronald Reagan, uh, America's greatest president, all that good stuff. Absolutely, you really want to
1: hear his yeah. speeches on vinyl, it's the only mm-hmm. way to really experience mm-hmm. it. To be. Him and Cosby.
2: <laughs> I love to see her on vinyl, shit so good.
3: Got him, I've got um, all of them right next to my Cosby vinyls.
1: I oh, can feel myself man. unspooling. I feel, I, I feel <laughs> like I'm like mid mid being snapped by Thanos and like my, my brain is just slowly disintegrating.
2: I'm right there with you. Oh my God.
1: Oh, take uh, us home. Take it, take okay. us home. Mike
3: rains. What do we got?
2: Okay. We have, we have the secret question that I told Elle about previously. Mm. Um, oh, good. But, uh, but uh, Daniel DM'd me and said, uh, you've talked a lot about conspiratorial thinking and how believers rationalize their beliefs using things that are easily disproven. Do you think the same thing happened thousands of years ago across the world to eventually lead to things like pharaohs in Egypt convincing people they're gods or gods of chosen ones and creating whole systems of government that way?
3: Oof, That's deep. Um
2: uh- I do think the divine right of Kings is kind of a uh, pleasing fantasy for uh, a populace to have where you're like, well, why does that guy rule us? And it's like, well, because God chose him to rule us, obviously, or because that guy is God. He's a living incarnation of our gods. I think that's a really easy way to sort of be like, yeah, that makes sense. That's why things are the way they are. And they should be that way because obviously powers greater than us mere mortals have decreed it to be so, so that makes it just. And And also,
1: like, fucking charisma is terrifyingly powerful, and for the majority of human history, you couldn't just get it on tap whenever you wanted to through a radio or a television or the internet. Mm -hmm. And before you could just get charisma whenever you wanted to through media, you had to, like, physically be in the presence of somebody that had it. And that gave them like a tremendous amount of influence over the people around them. Like when you go back in history and you look at all these like weird like like somebody like Rasputin. This is just, like dumb fuck ugly guy that was just sort of like everybody agreed was sort of scary and like disheveled and unkempt and just sort of like horrible to be around. And everybody just loved him because he just he just had a force of personality. So he had convinced a bunch of people that he had like fucking like mind powers and shit. Also, not a joke. He had a massive hog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well Oh, yeah. He, he did the lay pipe. I mean, it is known. But, like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's just... So, you know, like, again, like, charisma is just, charisma is just wild. Um, and the, the idea that, you know, thousands of years ago when people's entertainment was just sort of, like, sitting around waiting for death or listening to some guy who had charisma tell some stories, like, eventually... Yeah. Like one of those people elevates themselves to just be like, well, obviously I'm better than all of you. I'm like God or whatever. <laughs> and people are just like, yeah, sure. We buy it. We're very bored. <laughs> you're, you're,
2: you're, uh, doing
1: yeah,
2: something, you're you're doing something to like remove the existential dread of my existence from my being for a few minutes. So, of course, I'm going to buy into the idea that you're a God. Sounds good to me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: That was a trick that people, that, that people were pulling off up to Mormonism. Yep, absolutely. And then somehow Ron Hubbard also kind of did it, but he leaned (laughs) into, he leaned into media and he was like, I'm going to write like a weird sci-fi book that's my Bible. And people were like, we're into this sci-fi Bible.
2: Yeah, L. Ron Hubbard admitted it. He's like, I'm calling my shot. I'm making up a fake religion. Fuck yeah, all He's y'all. like, you know
1: how you make a ton of fucking endless money is make a religion. And uh, confronted with this, the people who are devout <laughs> to his religion are just like, yeah, he was a wise man. And it's just, <laughs> okay. they're all on board. They're like, when his <laughs> ghost comes back, he's going to read the titanium cylinders that we've left for him. And when he absorbs all of our knowledge again, he's going to lead us to, I don't know, space heaven. I don't know what the endpoint of Scientology is. Uh, some Zenu. I don't know. <laughs> something something Zenu. <laughs> That's the extent <laughs> of our knowledge about it. It's like, hey man, what's up with Christianity? What's up with the endpoint? Something <laughs> something Jesus.
2: <laughs> oh god uh, that is that is our newest podcast something about Xenu an ill-informed podcast about Scientology we just think wild totally inaccurate swings of Scientology as we await them to, as we await them suing us because probably the only group of people more litigious than Disney is Scientology so
1: yeah I mean like I, I do feel like I'm still perfectly capable of being unsettled <laughs> by just somebody sort of like Passively, but also obviously just like sort of standing near my house, just like hanging out on like the corner of my block or whatever, just staring at me, letting me know that I'm (laughs) being watched. I'm just like, all right, cool, I guess. I mean, I'm not really doing any dirt, so that's fine, but also kind of very unsettling. (laughs)
3: Yeah, just like fucking
1: Michael Myers. Yeah, but you know. they don't ever actually do anything because I think that's like their gimmick, right? Is they just like make it known that you're being under surveillance. They'll just like send you an anonymous letter that's just like, "Nice cat, you pet." You're like, "Oh no, I did pet a cat." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, and
2: now to our question in numerous for the week, uh, what are you looking forward to? Uh,
1: uh, totally, I, I, I totally get to see. Uh, Fantastic Beasts Three: The Crimes of Grumblebum yet again tomorrow. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: right. And, uh, and I say get to see it because it's certainly going to be a real treat. The last movie was fucking abhorrent. It was like genuinely offensive how terrible the last movie was. It re- it really bothered me that so many people got paid so much money to produce that, and that like people like so- some dear friends of mine are just like all in. On the Wizarding World, the way that I'm all in on the Marvel stuff, so like that was like way worse than Thor Two. And (laughs) so, as as a Marvel fan, I feel like Thor Two is probably our low point. And watching uh, Crimes of Grindelwald was just like, oh god, this is torturous. Uh, And uh, like the early reviews for the third one is, hey, guess what? It's better than that. But I mean, there's still a lot of room between that and good. (laughs) <laughs> and this is not good. It's a low yeah. ass bar. Um, so, yeah. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm looking
3: forward to there. There are a bunch of new good animes this season. Uh, I spent this morning after work uh, catching up on a bunch of the new season. There's one about a girl who does a bunch of golf hustling, and uh, I think that's insane and very anime, and it's really fun. So, uh, enjoying the new season of anime.
1: Talk to me when there's an anime about a lady doing a lot of golf rustling. I want a golf Western. I want an anime golf Western. Then I'll be all in.
2: Me too. (laughs) Me too. I second that. I am here for that, that anime as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the Boston Celtics playoffs because I just love sports. And uh, the Celtics appeared to have been absolutely psychotic because The basically the team that everyone thinks if they ever got their shit together could win the whole title, they were going to be in seventh place. And if you were in second place, you'd have to play them immediately. And the Celtics were like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll take second place. We ain't scared. We ain't scared. We're doing it. We're going after you. And now they've called their shot and now they get, I mean, this the Brooklyn Nets are not the champ, but they're close to it. So now this is it. So like we have this like big heavyweight battle in round one and, um, I was hanging out at ye old uh, casino today, and there, even though the first game isn't until Sunday, there was already people talking about it. There's already kind of like a buzz forming around this game in this series, and that's always fun. And it's really fun to be in, like in the sports book when there's a big game going on and everyone's like hooting and hollering, and like every dumb thing results in someone winning or losing money. They're like, oh, shit, I had that guy under 12 points for the game. God damn it. And it's like, really? Like, you went that deep into the weeds for that bet? It's like, sure did. Now I'm out, like, 40 bucks. And it's just like, wow, okay, good on you, I guess, question mark. So, yeah.
1: Well, I'm happy that you're happy, even though personally, I don't give a fuck about basketball. Or most sports, for that matter. Talk to me <laughs> when there is a golf tournament that is featured in the Old West, but it's in anime. And then, <laughs> I'll get back to you. Then I'll be all in on sports. Uh, all right. So that's going to do it for us. It is time for us to jump on our weird little single wheeled motorized platforms and roll ourselves out of hell world for the week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have made it this far, you are a real trooper. What a wild episode this was. Um, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so for free by telling a friend or leaving us a five-star review on whatever platform it provides the podcast to your tender ear holes if you have money and you would like to give it to us, uh, we would love to take it. God, how we want your money. Uh, you can give it to us at patreon.com slash poker If you donate at $5 and above tier monthly, you get access to over 40 hours of bonus content, including Kabbalah and what we do out of shadows. And uh, as Mike Rains mentioned earlier, uh, the foulest deed, which is uh, him ranting and raving about the JFK assassination. Good stuff. If you're into that sort of thing and Lord knows you are. Uh, so give us your money, or you can give your money to Love146.org charity organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Or, of course, you can just find whatever uh pro Ukraine charity float your boat and give your money to that. Uh, probably better to do that than to give it to us. Although, uh, if you have enough money to do both, just go go nuts. In fact, give money to all three. Uh, you just really dig deep. <laughs> We're begging you. As always, I need to thank DJ Minimal Effort uh, for the use of our wonderful theme song. Uh, He is too cool for social media, so you can't thank him, but I can, and it makes my soul feel better. Uh, which uh, I need in dark times like these. Uh I'd like to thank our buddy Frosty, who's our voiceover artist friend, uh, for being our content warning and our bumps and our voice of cue. And pretty much anytime we need a voice. Uh, he is the man for it. So you can find him over on Twitter at FrostyVO. If for some reason you want to hear more of myself and Sarge discussing stuff and things, we have a pop media <laughs> podcast called Binge Wordy. But it's B I N G E W O R D Y. And you can find us wherever podcasts are provided uh, at Binge Wordy or on Twitter at Binge Wordy. Uh, This month we are doing a Patrick Swayze Flicks. Uh, I need to edit and upload the most recent episode where we talk about Roadhouse and Point Break. It's, uh, it's quite fun. I forgot how neat Patrick Swayze is. <laughs> they were
3: a lot of fun, yeah.
1: Uh, but that's going to do it for us for this week, so thank you for making this far, and I'm going to be signing off for myself, the mysterious Hellworld L, our good buddy Hellworld Sarge, and our QAnon expert, uh, and all things just completely bug crazy about this QAnon jive, Mr. Mike Raids. Good speed, patriots! <laughs>